The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Let's get to the text box here on the Swain Event. Hour number two is brought to you by Action 247. Big thanks to Turkey Man, Jamel, for joining the show. Hour number one for calling in using that Iris Networks hotline where business owners, you can experience three months of no payments when you start your business relationship with Iris Networks. Business, fiber, internet, and voice. Kentucky basketball dominated physically without your most physical post player in Olivia Camwa. I just hope that all the talk about Tennessee's physicality doesn't get us a tightly called, tightly officiated game on Saturday where they call in weak hand check fouls and, and weak fouls in the paint. I, I hope we don't see that because of all the talk about Tennessee's physicality against against Kentucky. It's certainly possible, and uh, that that would be frustrating to see that play out because that is what Tennessee has hung its hat on since it has turned its season around. Do you think that Tennessee has turned its season around? Because I tweeted that, and somebody was like, they haven't turned their season around. What are you talking about? I was like, they were 2-3 and three in SEC play at one point. They had... And when they were two and three in SEC play, they had suffered back-to-back embarrassing losses on Saturday at LSU, at Kentucky, and everybody was assuming that they were going to be a, a first-round exit in the NCAA tournament. So yeah, I do think Tennessee has turned its season around because they were headed to an early early exit in the NCAA tournament. It's still possible. Yes, but it, it seems much more likely now that they. They make a run to the Sweet 16, if not further. Yeah, they they, they are playing right now like a second weekend team. Yes, so I, I absolutely think that Tennessee turned its season around because, yes, they were technically still a top 25 team and they are still going to make the NCAA tournament. But, like, that's not the standard at Tennessee anymore. Mm-mm. That, we, we expect more now. Rick Barnes expects more now. The players expect more now. And at the rate that they were going, they were going to, to be – one and done in in the SEC tournament, and one and done in the NCAA tournament. More than likely, that's that's the path that they were going down. And yes, technically, it is still a possibility. But at this point, I would be very surprised if they went one and done in either tournament. I'm totally fine with you using that. When I first saw it, I was like, "Huh?" Because like my first reaction was, "Was it that bad?" Like, was it that bad to say now that Tennessee has turned their season around? Well, if you play five games in conference play and you are below 500 after five games, Tennessee basketball, Rick Barnes in year seven, then yeah, man, that's that's not that's not the direction you want to be going in. And then when you look at some of the quotes and hear some of the things that the players um, talked about and what changed and, and Josiah and, and Zakai, those guys talking about, they drew a line in the sand. Well, you don't 
talk about drawing lines in the sand and turning things around unless you know that you were heading in the wrong direction and you want to do something to change that direction, which now they have and they are in a different direction. So, yeah, like, they they have turned the season around. I agree with you. Yes. I agree with you. I'm glad you agree. Makes you feel better. Well, I mean, I know I know that random person on Twitter probably had you all shook. No. During your nap yesterday. Gave you nightmares during a three-hour nap. No. So I just want to make sure that you that you feel better. In case you want to take a nap today, it could be three and a half hours or four hours. No naps today. Too much to do. And I didn't stay up till 2 o'clock and wake up at 6 o'clock last night. So Just want to make sure you're good, man. I got your back. I got to go see the baby doctor after the show. Got to go get a checkup. Good for you, man. This is good, man. Gotta, en- gotta, enjoy the sleep now. Gotta go. Gotta go listen to my to my baby boy's heartbeat. I'll, I'll send you a clip of it so you can en- enjoy the moment and, and and you can cry in the middle of your Thursday as well. Don't I cry for? Speaking of my nap, because you're just a, a loving, caring person, like, uh, yeah. you're, you're, and you're soft. So uh, Jay Black says three hour nap. Anybody that didn't already know Ben doesn't have kids yet knows now. Uh, yeah, that's why I took a three hour nap because I don't have kids yet. Enjoy. I'm enjoying it. Now, while I can. Enjoy it now. Enjoy it now. And again, I went to bed at 2 a.m. the night before. Enjoy it now. So, yeah, I don't have kids now. So that's why I took the three-hour nap. So I could be productive later on in the day. Yeah, I tried, I tried to take a little nap. It didn't work, man. It was like 10 minutes. And then Ace was, like, licking at my face and stuff. Ugh, stop. So I just got up. Your dog was licking your face, hmm? Yeah, man. I, when I was asleep, he caught me. Like ten ten minute nap. I couldn't even I've seen you before let him lick you. Stop. You don't like that. Ugh. Kissing dogs in the mouth. Mm-mm. I saw you do it one time. Stop. The other McKee says, Ben, don't argue with casuals. I mean, hey. Some gotta, people some people make my head hurt. You gotta be you gotta you gotta be a man of the people, Ben. You gotta so, be a man of the people. And then, and then like my other tweet during the first half, which ninety seven percent of responses were like in agreement but there's like two or three people to my tweet about Tennessee fans needing to to stop arguing with one another about this and that when it comes to Sakai Ziegler and Kennedy Chandler because there's always these arguments going on on the message boards on Twitter on the show why is Kennedy one and done I don't think he's very good like because they love Sakai so much they they want to put Kennedy down and Mm. they want to compare and, and talk about how Zakai is so much better, and it's like, do you not realize or did you forget that Kennedy also plays for the same team that you root for? <laughs> that, that, I agree. That you're discussing, and I said people just need to, to to quit arguing with one another and just appreciate the fact that Tennessee has two of the best freshman point guards in the country, and th- there's like two or three people that like, way to just lump everybody together and this and that, and it's like, ah, people just... Somebody always got something to say. When you, I mean, when you hear when you hear a lot, I don't blame you for you know for saying for saying it. Um, but there are people who may not feel that way. I mean, correct. But still, like you've seen you've seen it enough to to say something. Like it wasn't like you saw one person say it, and you had that feeling or decided to send out that tweet. It's 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 been said way too many times. Like you don't have to put someone else down to, to lift someone up, you can you know, just lift that one person up if you want to. But to assume that Kennedy Chandler is not you know, ready for the NBA is just crazy. 
dude, dude is dude is dude is ready. It's like one person said, these are the worst kind of tweets. I swear to God. Hashtag broad brush. It's like okay, Captain Literal. Doesn't mean that I think every single Tennessee fan is doing this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we we I think we have the best freshman guards in the country. We deal with Zakai and uh, Kennedy. I mean, how can you how can you not look at those guys and go, man, we got the we got the best. Oh, look, it's the fan police. Somebody said, "Shut up, you bum, you angry Vol fan on Twitter." <laughs> the the way those guys play off each other, their ability to to, to penetrate and dish, find the open um, spot beyond the three point line. I mean, you can't stay in front of those guys. Mm-mm. And then the handles that they have, forget about it. When those two dudes are in the, in the game together, kind of playing off each other. It reminds me of like Dame Lillard and 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 uh, C.J. McCollum when they played together, or uh, I'm trying to think of another nice nice guard combination. Uh, John like, Morant and Desmond Bain. No, Desmond Bain, not not yet. He's gonna make an All Star game at some point. He's in the All Star game. He's shoot three pointers. No, he's like going to be in the All Star game, not a part well, of All Star well, weekend. One day, one day we'll see. One day we'll see. I'm messing with you. There's Bane's a baller, but like that dude, that guard duo. Whew. I, I wish Kennedy was coming back next year because that would be even Maybe more he will. fun. But I'm going to enjoy what we have right now and live in the moment. And we have a nice stretch of games left in the regular season. We have the SEC tournament coming up in Tampa. I don't know why it's in Tampa. So stupid. Like, what team is down there besides Florida? It's not. And Florida fans hate their team right now. Like, they hate their coach. Why is the tournament in freaking Tampa? Trying to expand the TV market. And what? Kentucky fans will travel, but that's about it for the most part. Like, for a split second, I was like, man, I'm going to take my daughter to Nashville, go to the SEC women's game. And I was like, you know what? I could really watch all the games on TV. Well, they don't. I don't. Are they in? Is the women's tournament in Nashville this year? Because mm-hmm. it's been in South Carolina the last couple of years. Yeah, it's in it's in Nashville. I was looking at uh, looking at some information and tickets and all that all right. stuff. I thought about it. I thought about it. Such so, a great girl, Dan. Hey man, somebody gotta be around here because you won't be. Boom. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Real D says Kobe and Smush Parker. Yeah, that duo. <laughs> uh, downtown Vol, Tampa. That's ACC country. It is. It's like nothing about Tampa says SEC to me. No. It's 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 not even ACC country. I mean, Miami and Florida State, like they don't even care that much about a basketball tournament, a conference basketball tournament. Vol fan says Tennessee wasn't very enjoyable to watch in the beginning of the, uh, in the beginning, but now they are super fun. They have turned their season, and my viewing experience around watching them and watching them improve has made this one of the most enjoyable basketball seasons. They've gotten so much better, uh, and they're also just such a likable group of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've always been likable. I, mean, I think Britt Barnes has had teams that's always been likable because they're unselfish. And this is what I think fans love about their athletes or the team that they follow is like the unselfishness and the love for the game. We see that in Rick Barnes' program. We've seen it for years and years and years. But, like, we want to be entertained, man. And 
quite frankly, offensively, this team was not the, the the most fun to watch. But now, just to see the ball move the way it does, seeing guys making the extra pass, the ability to penetrate, get to the basket, the fast break. Like the fast break was alive and well on Tuesday. In the first game, man, we didn't have a fast break point. But Zakai getting on the on the deck, um, maybe that was when Tata Washington realized, like, yeah, my knee's not ready to go today. Because that's when Tata was on the ground and Zakai got on the ground and got the ball away and then passed it forward to Josiah for the dunk. But Tennessee had fast break points, man. Kennedy had a reverse layup. On a dish from Zakai Ziegler, like Tennessee was out and running, and that's that's what that's what you want to see. That's what makes the game the game fun. This is why they changed the shot clock um, a couple of years ago, and instead of thirty five seconds, they bumped it down to thirty seconds. This is why the NBA has twenty four seconds. Like you want to see an up and down basketball game, and Tennessee has has been able to do that a lot more, and they've been able to make shots, but the unselfishness and Tennessee right now leading the the the, the conference and assist. When Tennessee's at its best, man, they're sharing the basketball and um, the ball doesn't get stuck on one side of the court. They're not playing one-on-one ball, taking terrible shots, shooting the ball up, jacking it up after one pass. No, man, we get multiple uh, ball rotations. The ball is, is, is going from one side to the other at least three or four times before we find the right shot. If you really want to, man, you can, you can get a shot in the paint every time if you're patient enough with the way we move the ball and our ball movement. But I'm with you. I'm with you, Vol fam. I feel so much better about the basketball team today than a month ago. I mean, I, that's obviously stating the obvious. But going into March with Tennessee's guard play, talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. You, you've got two freshmen playing terrific basketball right now. You have all SEC first-team selection Santiago Vescovi, in addition... You put that in the, in the universe? To those, yes. In, in addition to those two stud freshmen. And you have Josiah Jordan-James. You got four guards who are playing terrific basketball right now. And I, I, I don't know that I ever not wanted to watch Tennessee basketball, but I, I never really looked forward to, to watching Tennessee basketball a month or so ago. Because I, I was scared of the outcome, and they weren't fun to watch either in, in terms of their play on the court because they were struggling. But man, now now I can't wait for tip off. I can't wait for Saturday, uh, the Arkansas game. I, I can't wait for I can't wait for the Auburn game next Saturday. There for a while, I was dreading Tennessee Tennessee playing Auburn, but now I can't wait. That that'll be a fun game, I think. I and, and and Auburn has not looked like the last couple of weeks. Auburn has not looked like they did a month month and a half ago either. That's true. So I, I I would still probably pick Auburn to win because I think Walker Kessler is going to be a real problem for Tennessee. But, hey, we thought the same about Oscar Sheboy in Kentucky, and look how that played out. All it takes is an off night. That's it. So That's it. In, a, in a Jonas. In a Jonas Adu. Jonas Adu. I, I think he's going to be be a real key piece down here, the stre- down the stretch here. So I, uh, I'm i I'm really excited for March, and I, I'm, I'm starting to put a lot of stock in this team going into March. Hopefully, I don't regret it. Hopefully, I uh, am not getting my hopes up for nothing. But, but man, I, I feel really good about Tennessee going into March right now. And it's kind of the opposite of, of the, the Rick Barnes teams that have played in the past. 
I mean, I know that Admiral and Grant team went to the Sweet 16, but their their best basketball under Rick typically came at the beginning or middle of the year, and and they would have some rough patches at the end of the year. And and that Grant Admiral team was able to turn it around for the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. But this is the the really the first year of Rick where it's kind of been reversed, mm-hmm. where it, it seems like they've gotten all the bad basketball out of them. And now they're going to play great basketball the rest of the way, which I like that that way of doing things. Peaking at the right time. Peaking at the right time. 865-255-03. Irish Network's hotline. Hour two is brought to you by Action 247, Tennessee's only legal sports book. Give them a follow on Twitter at TN. Action two four seven. Let me share some promotions with you for for today. All my hockey fans bet thirty dollars on a parlay with plus two hundred or greater odds, and uh, you will get a ten dollar bet for free. For free. F-O, free. F-O, free. Get it? Don't? Okay, cool. Hockey, bet $30 on parlay, plus 200 greater. You get a free $10 bet. Let's go to the phones. Only if you agree to put down a bet on hockey tonight. I will put this caller on only if you agree to bet on hockey tonight. Preds play today? Uh, I think so, because they played Tuesday. Uh, they do not. They play tomorrow night at the Hurricanes, 7 o'clock. I know one thing. I ain't betting on them devils. <laughs> <laughs> ain't messing with them devils. I ain't betting on them. <laughs> We've got uh, Jonathan in Columbia. All right, Jonathan, good morning, my friend. Thanks for calling. What's going on, fellas? How are y'all doing this morning? Man, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Hope you are, too. Yes, sir. Just traveling to work and uh, trying to avoid this uh, this weather. So if I cut out, I'm sorry, but I'll be listening to you guys. All good. Uh, yeah, I just want to make a couple comments on the game the other night, man. I felt like there's two really pivotal moments uh, for me. Just from watching it, I like I went wild. Was the first one was that uh, that double technical. I knew that they'd get fired up whenever that happened. And I said, once that happened, I said, oh, y'all done messed up now. Uh, <laughs> and right. then number two. Is, well, number two, whenever Josiah dunked, I, dude, I was in my living room jumping up and down. I said, yeah, this game's done. And it's just like the energy exploded from the TV when that happened. Sure did. Uh, and then uh, another small comment, obviously, I'm not trying to remotely compare to him, but at the same time, dude, uh, I, I do, man, I got some pawn vibes from him, man, just with the swatting balls away left and right, man. His timing, man, his timing is great. And shot blocking is just not about being tall. Like if, if, if every tall person was a great shot blocker, then, I mean, we would, we would see it every single year, but we don't. You know, shot blocking, you know, it's about it's about timing. It's about watching the film and understanding, you know, when your opponent goes up, uh, being patient. You got to be an athlete as well, being able to have those quick twi- twitch muscles and, and jump uh, after the person that you are guarding commits to shooting the basketball. I mean, it's a lot that goes in the shot blocking. 
And Pons just had unbelievable talent at doing it at 6'6". And his athleticism was just through the roof. Adu is a different type of shot blocker. He's a taller shot blocker with athleticism. We see that in his ability to run and, and make shots from the outside. Like, he he's not your normal big guy. Like, he, he is going to be versatile for Rick Barnes in his career. Walker Kessler is the best shot blocker in the country, but he's an athlete as well. So, it's, it's not just about being tall. You, you better have some some great time and some skills. And our guys, man, our guys have a, a shot blocker for the next three years after this one in Jonas Adu, man. So, uh, you're right, though, Jonathan. I hope you are careful driving in that, in that weather uh, and have a good day at work. But you're right. That technical, the first technical Calipari got was, in my opinion, stupid because they were up and they were making shots, but it just gave Tennessee free two points and momentum. And then the scrum, the skirmish on the sideline where – you know, little, little, little baby Kevin Hart um, tried to bulk up. He wouldn't let our guys help up John Fulkerson. All that did was fire up the fan base. All that did was fire up the crowd. And this team has said it before. Arizona game. What was the difference? It was the crowd. It was the energy. And all you did was just allow Tennessee fans to pump energy into this basketball team. And that's what happened. Great point, Jonathan. Great point, man. Today's going to be a great day for you at work. You might get a raise today. You might get a raise today, or like an uh, you know extended lunch. Something's good gonna happen today. At work, Jonathan. You start the, start the day on fire. Thanks for the phone call. Jeffy Dean says Florida has no COVID restrictions. That's probably why the tournament is down there. I mean, it's also uh, been planned out for a while, though. Yeah, it has. It has. Just like I think it comes back to Nashville next year, where it needs to be. Yes, it should always be. It always should be in Nashville. It should be the best central location. This is why SEC Media Days are, you know, normally in in Birmingham. Should but, be in Nashville too. Should Everything be in, should be in Nashville. I agree with I agree with you. I Nash- think, Nashville. I think this or, the office should be in Nashville. Me too. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, Birmingham, Nashville are the three cities that are most central to all SEC teams. Yep. Yep. Tampa. Just like it was weird when it was held in St. Louis. There was talk about something being held in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. A couple of years ago, they were thinking I think, about it. I think it. it was SEC Media Days. I'm glad that didn't happen. Well, and I know uh, SEC Baseball Tournament, it's it's deal with the Hoover Met in, in Hoover, south of Birmingham. It's it's up, and there's been talk about moving that as well. But that, that should always stay at Hoover just for the nostalgia of it. It's beautiful. I don't know about beautiful. Oh, well, last last time I was there, it was uh, the stadium is was not a, beautiful. It was a long time ago. I ain't gonna lie, it was a long time ago, and it was a football field. And I was dunking on Rush Probst's football teams, even though we still lost the game. Probably because he paid off the refs. I one thousand percent think that's what happened. Some questionable calls there, and know how Rush Rush gets down. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised at all, my friend. Ricky B in uh, North Alabama. Thoughts and prayers are with you being in Alabama. But North Alabama is Vol Country. So you should be okay. 
I agree with Ben. The culture and the attitude has changed with this team. You can hear Coach Barnes has changed his talking points as well. I don't know about the culture change. I think the attitude. I think the attitude um, has changed. I don't know about the culture. I think the culture has always been pretty much set, Ben. Yeah. But I think I think I think roles have been more defined. And it's not like the attitude was bad. But the attitude has changed. And I think players have more defined roles. Players have more confidence. I think I think these players learned a lot from Sakai Ziegler coming in. And um, like none of these guys experienced what Sakai experienced just to be able to play basketball. Like I, I heard that um like Zakai thanks Rick's Barn thanks Rick Barnes that practice for allowing him to be here. Like thank you, like thank you for allowing me to practice. <laughs> like, it's different. It's different, man. When you see someone like that, like it, it just changes you. It changes your perspective. Like, I'm sure the guys that were roommates with Inky Johnson, the Ramon Fosters, Gerard Mayo's, and Robert Ayers, Sinclair, Sinclair Cannon. Think about the first time they probably heard that like Inky's first time sleeping in a bed by himself was on his official visit. It changes, man. Yeah, the, te- yeah, the, the, the teammates that learn that, like it, it changes you. I know for me, when I heard the story about John Poe, and you know he he was a JUCO player coming in, and you know, basically was taking care of his siblings growing up. First time getting on the plane was on his official visit to Knoxville. Like when you hear. Those stories from one of your teammates, it changes your perspective. The things that you took for granted before, you don't. And I think that's what Zakai Ziegler has done to this basketball team. Like, yep. you have to do what to play? To, to play? You have to take a train and do this? And, and then you feel stupid. You should if if you take it for granted or, or if you're not taking advantage of of everything that Tennessee has to offer for you, you 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 should feel silly that you're you're not taking advantage of it because you've got a guy who who is not taking it for granted and is is I don't know if lucky is the right word, but in a way, Zakai is lucky that Rick and and Tennessee's coaches saw him at Peach Jam and offered him. I mean, if if Tennessee's I mean, Tennessee's coaches would never miss Peach Jam, but if for some reason they had not crossed paths, then then Zakai would never be at Tennessee. Yep. So I, it, it just it makes you appreciate what you what you have more. It, it it doesn't allow you to forget what all you have. It's just when you have a guy like Zakai Ziegler on your team. Yep. And you mentioned you know Zakai being lucky, and Tennessee's lucky too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Tennessee lucky to have Zakai. Lucky for you know. Zakai is lucky, fortunate, and I don't know if I would use the word luck because he had worked his entire life to be ready for that moment. Just like John Morant had worked his entire life to be ready for that moment that a Murray State coach just so happened to be walking past the gym and saw Ja through the doors and peeped his head in and was like, oh, that, that kid's good. He got some talent. And boom, you get John Morant to Murray State and look at where he is now. So, like, I know what you mean. Yes, in in a way he's lucky, but like you you create your luck. 
Like you create your luck. Even the even lottery winners, you still got to buy a ticket. You still got to buy a ticket. You still got to get up off your couch and go to the store and buy the ticket. No one's beating down your door to give you the money. You still got to buy the ticket at the end of the day. And so you create your luck by the work you put in, by the preparation that you have. And when someone watches you, they see the work that you put in, see how you can be an asset. And that's what happened with Tennessee and Zachary Ziegler. And Tennessee's lucky, man. Of all the schools in the country, you you the only one that saw this guy and pulled the trigger? Absolutely. Man, we we lucky. We lucky to have a Zakai Ziegler, man. We are lucky because a guy like Zakai is going to attract other players. I was thinking about this yesterday, Ben. Like, why, why can't Tennessee, off of Kennedy's freshman year, because there's no way you cannot use Kennedy's freshman year to go and recruit the next great high school point guard. Say, hey, man, Rick Barnes develops point guards. Why can't we be a point guard factory? Why can't we? You look at football and you got position you here, position you there. Like, why can't Tennessee basketball be point guard you based on what we have done with Jordan Bone? You look at Kennedy Chandler and, and his progression. You look at Zakai Ziegler. So we should be able to go out there and attract the next great freshman point guard and do it each and every each and every year. Just like Oklahoma was doing with quarterbacks for a nice stretch. That's what I want to see happen. I can see it happening because of the play of Zakai and Kennedy Chandler. Take a breath. Let's go to the phones. Who we got? Middle Tennessee Rick. Middle Tennessee Rick. Good morning, Rick. Morning, guys. How are we? Man, we are we are blessed. Yep. Just wanted to give a shout out to Ben. Congratulations on having a boy. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I know that's going to be exciting for you. Yes, we are. Uh, are very excited. Counting counting down the days. Yeah, my youngest turned twenty five yesterday, so I've been a little ways away from that. Uh, the reason I called today, I just wanted to touch base with you guys on. Your uh, impressions of the atmosphere at the game the other night, Kentucky game. <laughs> it was electric. One of the best. One yeah. of the best games I've been to. On the way to the game, I was talking to my daughter about uh, the Kentucky game, um, the eighteen season when you know, Grant was running the break and threw the oop to Jordan Bowden the year that that Tennessee was number one in the country. Like that place was electric that on that day because that was more of a day game. Um, Tuesday night was was just as electric. It really was. It really was. It's it's hard to put one over the other. It was it was crazy. It was unreal. There were some times I couldn't even hear myself think. Yeah. The reason I asked that question was my brother's uh, grandkids gave him and his wife tickets to the Kentucky game, and I believe that's the first game he'd ever been to. Wow. Nice so hooks. I could just imagine, yeah. I've never been. I've seen them play in Nashville, but I've never been to Thompson Bowling Arena. We'll have to make that trip sometime. Yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make that happen, Rick. Yeah, I'd love to. Hey, listen, we'll get off here and let you guys go. Appreciate you. Listen to you every day. Thank you, Rick. Thank you so much, man. It's good to meet you this um, this football season too. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the text box. Um, it was only a matter of time before this was gonna be brought up on the show. And so, 
we will just dis- we will discuss big willie style says uh did you guys mention or see the vols made pti yesterday pardon the interruption on espn uh due to the work spire sports group big willie style says i kind of don't want our work on blast like that um we'll talk about it man we'll talk about it when we come back from from break it's hard to ignore and, and not discuss we will um, take a quick time out and um We'll have a conversation about it. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain Event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at swainevent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street brand strategy design more and more Tennessee businesses are switching to iris networks for reliable local high quality high speed business fiber internet iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days iris also offers next generation business phones with work from anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app with local sales support and service iris is a partner in the community learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-iris iris networks a tennessee business connecting tennessee businesses litter is a big problem in tennessee but together we can do big things we can make our cities our waterways our roads cleaner and safer the tennessee department of transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities but we need your help to do it there are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time and it costs tdot about 19 million dollars a year just to clean it up the first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome! 
Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup, or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadmbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome!
hour two here on Swain Event, brought to you by Action 247, Tennessee's only legal sports book. Today's promotion is for hockey. Bet $30 on a parlay, plus 200 or greater odds, and you will receive a free $10 bet. That is Action 247. Remember a couple weeks ago, probably like a month or and a half ago, there was all this unrest and nervousness and you had radio hosts and bloggers had y'all all scared and worried about the NIL. Tennessee was behind. It wasn't doing anything. And da, 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 da. Folks was questioning what we were doing. And I was like, guys, no one's being left behind. It's a good thing that you don't know. It's a good thing that it's not on the front page. Stop you know, being advertised. Sometimes you just you don't you, know, you don't want, you don't want to move like that, and um, that that's my preference. Well, we had that conversation. We tried to help folks kind of stop and think and put the dots together. And some folks were like, okay, 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 I see it, I see it, we're good now, all right. We haven't seen much complaining or doubt about what Tennessee is doing with NIL. When I say Tennessee, it's it's not Tennessee, it's third-party collectives, groups, handling the NIL with Tennessee in mind. There's all these questions, man, all this doubt. And now, the Athletic did a sit-down with Spire Sports Group talking about what Tennessee should be able to do about our fans, about our support, our support systems. Like, what we should be able to do. And it's so easy for things to be like twisted and misconstrued. And like I'm, I'm on, I'm over here Saturday down South. And like this, this, this article talks about Indian hooker, a millionaire, Tennessee's NIL company reveals details from Vols quarterback deal. And like in the, in the article, it says like her spurred, the plan is to get Hooker's NIL deal into the millions. You look at the quote. It was never said that Tennessee was trying to get Hooker into the millions. It never said that. It says, we feel like the quarterback at Tennessee can make as much money as anywhere in the country. If you go out and replicate the season in the Hooker just had, there's no reason why at the end of the day, and deals we do and other companies do and or national brands, the quarterback in Tennessee shouldn't make seven figures a year. They didn't say we are 
actively trying to get Hendon Hooker a million dollar deal. They didn't, they didn't say that. Like, it did not say that. I think the message is Tennessee is one of the best places to benefit from the NIL. That's that was that was the message or the attempt to get that across. I think I think they got that across, but in doing so, you get folks who are not able to quote people correctly. You get, you know, Jay Billis tweeting about Tennessee's uh, NIL efforts. And Jay Billis is all on board. He has been for, for years and years and years. But then you also get you know, ESPN, PTI talking about what we all know, which is our right, NIL, we used to to recruit. And so my question to you, especially the folks that had worries and doubted that Tennessee was doing anything and listening to other folks with the mic in their in, in you know in their face or a blog had y'all scared feeling like Tennessee was behind FOMO fear of missing out is this better for you because Big Willie on the text box Big Willie style is like I don't think I like that <laughs> I, I I don't think I don't think um, I don't think I I want to work on blast. I don't think I want us to be discussed like that. Like nope. Like people are just assuming with Texas A and M because they went out and brought in the number one class. But like no one has been on record from A and M saying, "Yeah, this is what we're doing. This is what we can do. This is what we want to do." I think Spire's done an awesome job. Um, I think um, the work that they put in, like y'all don't really understand and know. Like they, they put in so much work, travel so many miles, so many hours to bring people together that love Tennessee. There has been... So many coaches, so many coaches since since Johnny Majors, and that's probably the the, the, the worst of our fan base of boosters and donors being 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 uh, fractured, and all the coaches that have come in after Johnny Majors, there's there's been different groups here and there. This is the first time in a long time that you got more folks on the same page. And a lot of that credit goes to uh, Spire and what they've done. Don't get me wrong, man. They've been awesome. They've been great. My preference 
is to move in solace. You know? I'm kind of like, like Snoop, man. I'm kind of a gangster, in case you didn't know that. In case you couldn't tell, you know, I do gangster things. But I, I, you know, I prefer to kind of move in solace. That's my preference. But just because it's my preference doesn't mean, like, going on is wrong or anything but that's just how i you know that's that's what i prefer i'm with you big willie style my question is like all right how do y'all how y'all feel now that it's that it's like all right it's on espn bti athletic has a story about it jay bill is tweeting about it chapain said that's a sales pitch to nico a tennessee quarterback should get a seven-figure deal yeah, but you. But Nico already knew that. Nico knew that. Knew that you can call Nico on the phone. Nico's fully aware of what Tennessee can do. I'm I'm with you and Big Willie Style. Like I, I, in in some ways, yes, this is good publicity. I'm I'm not denying that, but I would rather move in silence, like you said. I, I would rather people, other schools, not know the way we are doing things, because there there are far more schools who have not figured it out than there are schools who have figured it out. And despite what the other folks in Knoxville wanted to try and tell y'all that Tennessee had no idea what it was doing, Tennessee figured it out months ago. Yep. So I I don't really like giving the blueprint to several schools who have not figured it out yet. That that, that was kind of my thought process. Again, I, I do recognize that it's, I do think it's good pub for Tennessee because recruits will see this. But also, on the other hand of me saying that, like we mentioned a moment ago, like recruits already know this. Yeah, you you know that about you know that when you talk on the phone yes. with, with them. And and Spire sits down and, and talks to players. So and and potential recruits. So Well, pl- the players, the, the players are on our team. You know, they deal with Spire, and they get their deals based on what they have done and their marketability, and it's not anything for the players on our football team to talk to the recruits. So, like, that's – that's that's it's pretty easy for a recruit to know that. Um, if they want to find the information about Tennessee's NIL deal, it's not hard to find that, the information and gather that information. If they if they feel like that's a big part of their decision, that's not that's not that's not hard at all. Inspire. It's not like you can't go on the website and kind of see what we're doing. Um, Vaudeville you know, says it perfectly. You got you know you got Twitter. You got Twitter. So a school can kind of look at what Tennessee is doing and and try to duplicate it. But like, there's a difference between doing that and then it being on a list of topics on PTL ESPN like. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would prefer not to be there, but if you have crossed your T's, you've dotted your I's, which Spire has done, it's it's legal, right? You can you can you can you can have players make money off their name, image, and likeness. Um, there's a lot of schools out here that's messy and sloppy with it, and they don't get themselves in trouble. For me, Tennessee is still not out of the woods, so the NCAA. And the case is still open. The NCAA folks are still here. 
You know, like when they when they open up a case against you, like they 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 in your city. They in your city. What's that? What was that intro? What's that? Uh, the the hype music for college game day. In your city, <laughs> in your city. The NCAA is in your city. Like folks move to Knoxville. They camp out, and they don't they don't leave until the case is absolutely closed. So that's the thing that kind of you know makes you a little nauseous. But like the T's are dotted. Uh, excuse me, the T's across. The eyes are dotted. That don't make me nauseous, it's, honestly. It's set up in a way that it's 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 legal, legal and yeah. you know, so like that don't make me nervous. But still, you still don't you still don't want folks, you know, yeah, looking for a reason. But are they looking for a reason or are they trying to wrap up the Jeremy Pruitt crap? They the, the NCAA. Well, I mean, you don't you don't know. But you know, you just for me, I just I prefer to to just move in silence. But Volville, you, you said um you said something that Volville said on the text. I just no, I, I just think he sums it up perfectly. Like the the kind of publicity we get from this, we were getting from recruits talking to each other without the rest of the world knowing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's spot on, and, yeah. and that's that's how I prefer it. Yeah, me too. So I mean, it, again, it's not a bad thing for for this for for Tennessee to get this kind of publicity. I mean, I said it after the the Jimbo Fisher rant on signing day. Like, just lean into it, Jimbo. Just lean into it. So so that's the next wave of of recruits. They know what they can get NIL-wise because that's why that's what these kids are making their decisions based off for the most part now anyways. So just lean into it. Lean into the fact that your, your NIL took care of your recruiting class. It's legal. So just lean into it. So like there's a part of me that, that thinks, okay, well, this is really out publicly now and, and recruits really know that, hey, I can go to Tennessee and I can get a, a bag legally. There is some benefit to that, but again, I would just prefer to, to move in silence, work in silence, and and mainly just not give other people the blueprint. That that's my biggest gripe is or, or fear is that just other schools who have not figured it out, this is going to help them figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my whole that's my whole thing. But man, you know, Spar's doing a great job. It's 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 the reason why people want to talk to him. The, the way it's set up, and I think it also teaches our our players too. Instead of just giving them money, you know, there's a process that takes place that educates these players and prepares them for for the real world and kind of what to do with their money and how important it is to keep the main thing the main thing. But a lot of people wanted this. You wanted it out in public so you feel better. Hope you do. Hour three, coming up.